Alright, here we go. All right, welcome to Nerd Gab. Today's guest, I have David Hong on the show, and we're going to be talking about our first impressions of Joker, featuring Joaquin Phoenix. David, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you now? Good, good. Thank you for uh, taking the time out to join me on the discussion here. No worries. As always, a pleasure. <laughs> I um, I understand you've seen the movie two times now, right? I have, yeah. Awesome. And uh, so what I was going to do is kind of do like a thoughts slash impressions of uh, your first viewing slash the second viewing just to see, because I, I will be watching it a second time as well. I just wanted to know mm-hmm. what your thoughts are. Well, uh, first, the, the first thing that came to me really during the second viewing was um, obviously the first time you kind of view something like this and all this hype that's surrounding it, you kind of have, uh, you obviously have some expectations, right? You're really engaged with it and you kind of really kind of, uh, I wouldn't say nitpicking, but really focused and kind of trying to see what, what got all this hype, all this craze. The second time you're viewing it, for me, um, I'll be quite honest, I was viewing it very late after a long day. So I kind of already had an idea of what was going to happen. You know, you kind of already know what's going on. Um, but you could see that the the, fir- the first thing that really stood out to me was the pace. It is um, a little slower than what I um, appreciate in movies. Um, that was the first thing that came up to me the second time viewing it. Um the pace but then uh, i don't want i don't know if you you want to do uh, spoilers on here or whatnot oh yeah shoot. yeah you should probably say to uh, anyone that's uh no i can't hear you hello yeah, hello yeah i can hear you now yeah that was weird. Okay, yeah. um, so as I was saying, is there will most likely be uh, some spoiler discussion here. Um, so yeah, feel free to say and you know, be open with uh, what you've seen because um, we'll probably put a disclaimer or something in, in yeah, the yeah. Uh, post when we do put it up. So yeah, spoiler but ba- away. But basically, as soon as he kind of like uh, descends into madness, basically when he when he gets that last straw with his mo- with his mother. Um, and he starts uh, dyeing his hair green. Move that that point moving forward, the last I would say what the last you know act, the last twenty minutes of the movie, it's it's just so engaging that even though I was like super dead tired at that point and I was dozing in and out during the middle of it um, for my second viewing, it just reengaged me, right? Because obviously that that last twenty minutes is is uh, I don't know. The only thing I can say is it's it's really 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 good. Well, yeah, I was gonna. I'm gonna agree with you there because I remember we we watched it the first time together, and I right. was like, it was a lot slower than I thought it was gonna be based on the trailer and the hype that was surrounding the movie. And you're right; it was around that point when uh, when he started to kind of, you know, he kind of broke through Arthur Fleck and became what I what I think at that moment he became the Joker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he started dyeing his hair, and he kind of has like a much, like a much more um, positive or confident, like, uh, um, like uh, attitude, and like his his being, it just exuded a bit more of a different confidence than the rest of the movie. Yeah. That was the point where it started getting more entertaining, right? Mm-hmm. But then that was also near the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a good payoff, though. Like you know what I mean? Like y- y- you. You you have all this buildup. You, you really you really get you really get them to flesh out the Joker character from Martha, right? It's really like you, you really really get to see that transformation. Uh, and, and you know, I'm I'm sure you know everybody has their own kind of uh, uh, way of looking at movies and whatnot. And, and uh, but it, the payoff is 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 immense. And I I really do appreciate the payoff. And I do really appreciate, even though it was a little slow in the beginning, to how that paced out and how that kind of rewarded us in the end. Because, and I know we're going to be talking about this a little bit later on, but there's a couple of shots and scenes from the movie that are just so memorable, and they're in they're they're within that last twenty minutes, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Mine, mine especially. Yeah. Um, one of the things I would say is uh, like Joaquin coming into the role, and um, you know, I think a lot of people when I first, I'll tell you, like when I first heard that he got cast. Just like when I heard Heath Ledger got cast, mm. um, I was a little skeptical at first, just because I thought, "What what direction are they going in?" 
um, for this movie. And when the, when it was announced that he got cast, of course, there's like very minimal information um, about the movie. So, you know, speculation starts and rumors start and all that stuff. So I was all, already off put, not because I don't like Joaquin Phoenix, but because I was just kind of wondering where is this movie going to fit in the world of like DC movies. Mm-hmm. But as I saw the first trailer, I was sold because I was like kind of worried about like the look of it and like how he's going to behave and like, you know, like uh, his, his um, like body motions or his, like his physical like uh, presence. Cause he is, a, he is a bit older as well. Right. I think he's older than Heath um, at oh, the yeah. making of this movie. Yeah, so yeah. that was my, 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 skepticism or my uh the things that i had issue with but he he definitely blew me out of the water and i think that's going to be what you're going to hear the most about this movie is going to be performance based oh 100 100 is going to be performance based um yeah and then what i think is funny too is you you put him like sort of off or to the side of an actor like uh robert de niro who kind of has like a huge star you know star power and mm-hmm. has a huge following already but if you're familiar i'm not sure if you are but he was in this movie called uh, king of comedy and a lot of uh youtubers and stuff like that they're already kind of drawing the correlations or the, the similarities or parallels between that de niro movie and this because it's um it has, has one similar or i would say one or two uh similar things which is the the uh, the comedian aspect of it because mm-hmm. um, Robert De Niro plays a comedian in that movie and it's uh, he's sort of like a failing comedian who kind of does like a crazy thing like kidnapping this uh, talk show host and um, tries to live the life of the talk show host um, having done this like crazy deed and you get Walking Phoenix uh, kind of like opposing uh, Robert. Hello. Seem to be cutting out here and there. Yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. one of my, I think it's one of my phone uh, screen turns off. So I gotta make a note of that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, somewhere around the ten minute mark. All right, cool. So let's just uh, maybe I'll just dive in. I'll just make a note here. Yeah. So what would you say were some of your likes and your dislikes? Oh, wow. Well, no, just kind of give context to the viewers here, right? And, um, uh, kind of, uh, Anil has had a background in, you know, film and television and whatnot, and he studied it a bit himself, so he'll have a little bit more of an articulate uh, view, I would say, of, of this type of movies. I, myself, uh, am your everyday kind of, uh, every, everyday Joe kind of uh, moviegoer, just going in, watching the movie, enjoying it for what it is. So obviously, just as a as a FYI for whoever's listening, our, diff- our the opinions will be a little bit different. Um, but for me, uh, my likes uh, obviously was uh, Joaquin Phoenix. His his performance was uh, uh, beautiful. I, I could say um, it really, as I said earlier, really fleshed out the characters. Really showed me the, the vast contrast between the two, the Joker and uh, Arthur Fleck. Um, I you know I there and. For who, for the people who don't know, the the, the director was uh, Todd Phillips, right? You know, yeah, he he. Um, and if y'all didn't know who, what he did before, yeah, he he's done he's done stuff from The Hangover, and uh, you know, the humor that was ingested in this that, that was uh, ingested in this movie was um, wasn't over the top for me, and I think it was done very well to kind of kind of how how, do, how would I say it. Um, I'll kind of refer refer to other comic movies and and uh, you know uh, into the Marvel uh, MCU and the DCU. You can see that some of those movies are really trying to kind of push that comedy onto you and really yeah, kind of, yeah. inserting uh, inserting the over the top yeah. humor or yeah. like uh, the popcorn the popcorn humor like right. uh, yeah, the Marvel movies that I particularly have issue with but, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and if it, for context for people who don't know obviously uh and was a big dc guy so obviously the marvel the mcu he has a uh, some uh, qualms with right 
obviously not okay movies. <laughs> but but basically what I'm trying to say is that I, I, I appreciated the how they ingested the comedy without pushing it and shoving it down your throat and it worked really well and at the same time too if you know kind of the lore of the, jo- uh, the Joker you know he is in a way comedic he, a, lot, a lot of his things and you know his traits is based on comedy but they they obviously DC does a good uh, DC does a good job kind of fitting that in and keeping in, in line with that DC kind of darker well, well, uh, well written kind of storylines um, I enjoyed that part of it. What else did I really like off the top of my head? Um, Joaquin's performance. You know, and I certainly... Uh, mm, those, are the, those are the kind of the things that kind of pop up to mind for me. What about you, Noah? What, what, what kind of things kind of popped up to you? Well, I think um, when we when we first saw it and we were walking out of the theater, I think one of the things you you said, and I actually agree with you because it was something that I was thinking too, was um, just sort of like how he physically embodied the Joker, mm, um, right. mm-hmm. which you know, kind of ties into the performance part of it too. But like he, and I think it was it's got to play a part for uh, for Todd Phillips's direction too. But I would say like when he's running. And he kind of has like this very like wide running stance yeah. or right wide running uh, posture, mm-hmm. and it's very clown like. Yes. Um, so and like his body motions and things like that, they're very. I mean, there's 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 different parts of the movie where he kind of, you know, like when he's alone, for example, and he's he's kind of just um, having like you know maybe a thought to himself, and it's like very kind of very stiff movement. Mm-hmm. But then when he sort of, like after he uh, commits his first murder um, on the subway there, he kind of goes to like this uh, like public bathroom and starts kind of like ballet dancing. Mm. And it's like very like fluid kind of performance thing. And I was like... Very this open. Is, this is like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, this is very deliberate. Like they're showing us this to show us like he's got... Um, like there's something there. There's something under the under the surface of what we're seeing as Arthur Fleck. Mm-hmm. But uh, for me, I mean, the particular likes are going to be uh, that it surprised the movie surprised me because, mm-hmm. um, as you know, we we were sitting there mm-hmm. and uh, certain things happened. Like uh, they reveal uh, or they say that um, you know Arthur Fleck is actually the the bastard son of of. Um, Thomas Wayne mm-hmm. and I remember looking at you right away and I think that I was like I was liking this movie <laughs> up until this point yeah, yeah. and um, I, I actually said to a couple other people they're like asking me you know what what do you like about the movie should I go see it and I'm like yeah you know what go see it and just let it hit you because the things that did that they did that surprised me that I wasn't too fond of mm-hmm. they actually kind of course corrected mm-hmm. near the end of the movie so like to give you an idea I never, I never liked the the idea of anyone knowing his his real name. So when I heard that they they gave him the name Arthur Fleck, which is uh, one of the I think one of the aliases he has in the comics, I, I have to like double check that fact. But when I heard that they gave him that name, I was like, oh man, why? Mm-hmm. Like why did they give him a name? Because that was one of the things that made it kind of interesting is that you never kind of really know anything about him other than he's this guy now mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. so when I when I when they gave him that name Arthur Fleck that was one of the things I didn't like but then they course corrected because then you find out you know he's uh, he's he's adopted he, he doesn't even really know who he is yeah. uh, he, he may still think that he's Thomas Wayne's son maybe he doesn't really think that he's Thomas Wayne's son um, but that was like some of the things that I was like I liked that I disliked those things and then they kind of fixed it mm-hmm. not fixed it I mean they just kind of threw us for a loop and I remember you were saying you know just, just wait just wait because yeah. it, it, it might be it might be a joke but then also the parts where like when someone is kind of going through a thing or even like myself like you know sometimes you think of yourself in a situation and you're like Hmm. you imagine how it would have played out better mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like 
you know, uh, oh, I got into a fight with this guy or I got into an argument with this guy on the road. And you're think as you're driving away, probably you're, you're then realizing how, how the situation could have played out and it would have been better if you had done this, this, or this. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the way they show you how he does that in the movie, where it's like he meets this love interest, they make, they make a connection, and then she's just there throughout the movie. And as bizarre and awkward and uncomfortable as it is, you're just like, is this really happening? Like you're, you're asking yourself and then what ends up happening is it's a surprise, right? Like uh-huh. they tell you, uh-huh. like, no, she was never there. Like that was one of the things I thought was like pretty cool. I really liked that. Yeah. Um, and just how dark it was. It's been a while. Cause I think, uh, over the last two or three, uh, years, uh, DC has been trying to kind of copy that Marvel formula and insert that, that campiness and insert that, that humor that just kind of was very different. So mm-hmm. glad to see it's back to being being dark. Yeah. What about dislikes? Because I know I know obviously you being you being a DC fan, obviously the, you would come in and t- and watch this movie with a lot more kind of focus, I would say, than than you know your average everyday goer. What what did you not did you is, was there anything you didn't enjoy? Um, you know I. I normally so when movies like this come out especially when it's comic book movies especially when it's DC movies I I'm like all over it I you know I I basically stock it until it 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 gets released from the day it's announced to find out who's writing who's directing who's acting and all the you know all the the need to know stuff yeah and um I found that, especially with like Justice League, for example, just as I was hearing the news of all the bad things that were happening, and it kind of just it translated to me going into the movie the day it released, being kind of worried about what it was going to be, mm-hmm. and then walking out of that movie just kind of confused as to should I be happy or should I be like you know upset because my what I was expecting versus what I heard and all that stuff, it kind of just changed, you know, uh, my my overall experience. So I didn't do that with this movie. I didn't go and, you know, try to find out every little detail. I kind of stayed away. Mm-hmm. And that's why going into it, having no real sort of impression, I, I, knew, I knew that it's like a standalone movie and that it's going to be, you know, outside of the DCEU. Um, so when I came out of the movie theater, I couldn't really think of anything I really didn't like. I just, I thought overall, I really enjoyed it and I didn't expect that I would. Mm. But you are going to yeah. see it a second time in the theater, are you not? Oh yeah, I got to see it again with, uh, with my sister and my brother and stuff. So when I see it again, I mean, mostly when I watch the movie a second time, I'm just kind of looking to see if everyone else had the same reaction that I did when I first watched it. So it's mm. just, you know, I'm always going to be constantly staring at them in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so one other thing I was going to actually kind of bring up too was, uh, I know you're kind of familiar. I know you don't, uh, you don't have like the extensive, you know, encyclopedia worth of knowledge uh, right. with the with the comics and stuff, but um, you definitely know, obviously, the past versions of the Joker. Yes. Uh, played by the actors in TV and on in the movies. So yeah. I was going to ask you, because this is sort of some questions that some people have been asking me, and I've also kind of been thinking about, which is, uh, you know, you've got Cesar Romero, who played um, Joker in the, the old Adam West um, uh, TV series. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got Jack Nicholson, who played uh, Joker in the Tim Burton um, Batman with Michael Keaton. Yes. And like almost like decades later, you get Heath Ledger. And then I'm going to throw Mark Hamill in there as well, just because he does play a version of the Joker that probably a lot more people are uh, a lot voice. more people are age. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. so a lot more people are our age, especially would probably be. All very familiar with with the the, the animated series Joker, yeah. Um, and then of course you know 
the last two, which would be uh, Jared Leto and Hawking uh, <laughs> Phoenix. So, a question I've been asked, and I'll I'll let you answer, and then I'll I'll go after, is could this Joker have worked in another Batman movie? Like, could we have replaced Jack Nicholson's Joker and put in Joaquin's Joker and have, you know, the same, well, like, would it have made a huge impact, would have been, you know, would have been a decent mix up because the Batmans have been very different over the years as well, right? right. Yeah. So, what's your thought on that? Well, the first thing, first thought that comes to mind is no. I don't think Joaquin's Phoenix's uh, Joker could be in any of those iterations. Um, reason being for me is because obviously, first of all, easy, easy, easiest thing said is that okay, all these other movies went in a different direction, right? Um, this is this is this movie was R-rated. You know, the Michael Keaton one, the old uh, uh, Cesar Romero ones, uh, all those other ones were kind of, I think, still trying to gear towards, you know, um, the general public and like PG, uh, keeping it PG, family rated, right now, whatnot. Um, the only one that's close to this iteration, Joaquin Phoenix's iteration, what I would say would be The Dark Knight, right? However, for me, um, I still don't think Joaquin Phoenix could have replaced Heath Ledger's role because reason being, because the reason why I feel this, this Joker worked so well was because we saw the whole journey, right? We saw from Arthur Fleck all the way to his descent into Joker from the dark Knight, Um, Heath Ledger's role was actually, as you well know, not never the main role. He was a a supporting, supporting role for it. Right. 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 And that's true. And, for for him for the dark knight to introduce heath ledger like that without having any backstory or any context i think heath ledger did a really really good job um kind of playing that joker and i don't think this joker could have matched that in that aspect because for us to really appreciate this joker we saw his journey I didn't right, see right. I didn't see Heath Ledger's journey, but I still appreciated it because obviously he played he did a, an amazing job. Obviously, there's obviously yeah. the director who did you know the, the, there's the direction of the movie, yeah, the, the tone of the movie, and all that kind of stuff plays into effect as well. But for me, it's it's a no. Now, you know, going into that as well, you know, obviously that that's an easy answer. Okay, this it was a different type of movie. You know, you can't play that. You know, you whatnot. Now, if, if I, I think if they really tried to, if they really tried to insert this Joker into any of the, you know, iterations of the Batman we've seen, obviously the closest fit would be the Dark Knight, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think the closest fit would be the Dark Knight, right? Just because the tone's close, the closest fit would be the Dark Knight because the tone of the movie is closer right. to that, you know, the uh, overall is just closer in, in nature the, the two films right compared to any other other any of the other Batman iterations right 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 so I mean I agree with you I think I was thinking that too that uh, for tone wise it would probably make sense to match it with like you know uh, the Chris Nolan movies mm-hmm. but when I think back like in the Michael Keaton Batman movies, the first one with uh, the Joker, Jack Nicholson, we kind of get a little bit of a, an origin story there too. Right. Um, which is one of the things that I kind of wanted to bring up too, which is that they don't really give you the classic Joker origin in this movie. Um, whereas that he, I mean, I think one of the staple uh, things from his origin is that, you know, he fell into a vat of acid. Right. And, you know, he's, his skin got bleached and his yeah. life got ruined and all that stuff. And so, therefore, uh, you know, turning into this, the clown that he is. Um, in, in the Michael Keaton Batman movies, we got a little bit of an origin story for Jack Nicholson's Joker. Obviously, Jack Nicholson was a big actor at the time. Huge, huge. Yeah. He wasn't going to do, I think, at the time, I don't think he would have signed on if the role was as small as, as I think he's role, even though it was impactful in the movie. I think if you add up the screen time for, you know, Jack Nicholson versus uh, Heath Ledger, I think the screen time is probably a lot higher on Jack Nicholson's part mm. because they gave him, I, I, I've, that's my impression. I have to like actually do 
do the research and see. But uh, I, I feel like Heath Ledger wasn't in the movie a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're right. We got a whole full journey for Joaquin. So that definitely does, uh, you know, offer the or lead into the next question, which was, you know, who who's the better Joker, right? Oh man. And, uh, You've seen the meme. You've seen the memes online, so I know you've seen uh, <laughs> the, uh, the Family Guy memes where they crop uh, they crop uh, Jack Nicholson, Heath Ledger, and um, Joaquin Phoenix's face over uh, the Family Guy characters laughing at Meg's character, yeah. who they crop uh, they crop over um, Jared Leto's face. Right. It's like uh, you guys always act like you're better than me. Yeah. Um, so who who's the better Joker? I mean, let's. Well, okay. If we're just that. if we're just going pure purely on performance wise, right? Um, wow. Obviously, I'll be quite honest. It's, it's it, performance wise, it's going to be between Heath Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix. Um, so you're cutting Jack right out. <laughs> sorry, what? What was that? I said you're cutting Jack right out. No, yeah, I'm, I'm cutting Jack right out. Well, to be quite fair to Jack, um, dated, too dated, uh, too dated, and at the same time, I haven't. I, th- the last time I saw that his iteration was a long time ago, so I can only, I can only go by th- that emotional, you know, imprint yeah. of what he gave me. So I, you right. know, like you know, what the, the lasting effect that he gave me, and it is not, it's not the same as what Heath Ledger and Joaquin did for me. Oh my God! This is well, a- yeah. I mean, we're talking we're talking about Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger Joker that came out in two thousand eight. Yeah, that was eleven years ago. So you you minus eleven years off your age. Yeah, and we're still talking about it, right? But yeah. uh, I think Jack Nicholson played um, played the Joker. I think it was nineteen eighty nine or something like that. Or mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, I I've watched the movie several times. I I liked it. His his they really gave him the the prankster. You know, clown prince of crime um, mm-hmm. version of the Joker, and Heath Ledger gave us like that anarchist slash you know chaos dealing you know um, just mm-hmm. menace to society kind of kind of Joker. And Jared Leto, I'm still trying to digest what Jared Leto that Joker was. I, I don't I don't know if he was a gangster uh, or if he was like I I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't too big of a fan of that one, so I had to cut him right out too. We all know he's unfortunate. Well, I think he he knows himself. Jer- I think you've spoken to me about this. I think Jared Leto has even spoken out in the media himself as saying the the image and and what was given to him and what he thought was going to be the product was not. Right? Yeah, I mean this um, this is another you know Academy Award winning winning actor. I think he wanted to take a shot at at this uh, role. But I think also he may have had some, you know, creative influence on what he brought to the part. And I think his his vision wasn't entirely, you know, I don't think we were ready for it, maybe. Or maybe, you know, that's a hard thing to do, right? I mean, you're coming right after, I mean, I know it was, yeah, yeah. I know it was years late, later, but you're coming right after people are still talking about Heath Ledger, right? So they're just going to compare. So I think it was a tough a tough spot for him too. But uh, if, yeah, if I'm answering that question, I would say, you know, um, I have to look at it this way. So I, I'm going to cut out the performance part. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, each of the actors, I mean, Dak Nicholson, Heath Ledger, Leto, uh, Phoenix, these guys... Oh, great. These are great actors. All great actors. Yeah, 100%. So I'm gonna cut out the performance because they can act. They and they they kind of you know brought their own you know mannerisms to the role too, and they all kind of did right. their own kind of methods um, with the role. So what I'm gonna look at it from is the perspective of the character in the movie. And when I look at it that way, and I say to myself, okay, who like when I think of the Joker as the opposition to Batman. Who is the one that kind of represents the best kind of opposition to him? And it, for me, this, okay, so we don't get Batman in this movie. So that's obviously a tough comparison, but I would say the, 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 the the marker is on Heath Ledger, but I'm also tying in Jack because of the fact that he was a bit of a menace. 
um, oh. to to Batman in that movie as the Joker. Like he was a real problem. Uh, mm. Is he my favorite? Not anymore. Like he was at one point, but um, if you're asking me who I think my favorite Joker is, is God, I think I'm, I'm gonna lean towards Heath Ledger just because he still kind of presented a real problem. Yeah. To, uh, no, I agree. He he really did. And I, like when I think of you know if Batman were in this movie, um, Joaquin's Joker is in his infancy. So his, mm-hmm. um, his, you know, menace to, to Batman is going to be on the scale of, you know, maybe a crime here or there, or maybe like an unexplainable, like violence, uh, or outbreak of, uh, you know, like a riot or something like that. What actually happens in the movie, but I don't mm-hmm. see it being as threatening as Heath Ledger's Joker, just because I again that Joker is a much more seasoned Joker. He's been messed up for some time, right? But we don't really know because mm-hmm. on the scale of timelines, we don't know when he he decides to become the Joker in that movie. So, yeah, I, I my my choice would be the Joker. Um, sorry, Heath Ledger, just because that was uh, that was definitely one of my favorites. Oh, dude. It, it's it's a toss up for me. It's it's a toss up between either Joaquin or Heath, right? The thing is, obviously, I, I don't want to put emotion into play, but so I know that I just watched Joaquin's Phoenix, right? I just watched his movie, so obviously that's most fresh in me, right? But then at the same time, you know, you think you think back to Heath Ledger, and you're like, man, that guy did a great job, and and not to say, you know, and his death after this movie pushes that even more, right? It, it kind of gives it even more of a uh, oomph to that to that role, right? I don't know about how you feel about that, but I feel that that's that his death did do that for that role as well, yeah. right? Yeah. Unfortunately, right? It's unfortunate that happens, but you know, along with every celebrity and whatnot, when when death happens, it, it kind of makes everybody reflect and kind of even look back into those type of roles even more. Yeah, like look at Paul but, Walker with uh, uh, with Fast and Furious, right? Like he mm-hmm. passed away, I think, before the. Was it the eighth movie or seventh? Seventh movie. Seventh, seventh, seventh. And uh, that movie, I think, was their top, top grossing. Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you're right. But I, I would, I would, I would lean right now, currently at the, my my moment. I probably would actually lean to uh, Phoenix's Joker. I think with me, with me personally, I think. Um, well, and, and obviously because you have a little bit more, uh, you know, the lore a little bit more too. The, uh, the DCU and all that kind of stuff. So you have that to rely upon you, right? I go truly based on that, that emotional and kind of that, that, that viewing. And uh, I feel that the, the, that Joker connected with me more, right? Because I could obviously see what led to that. And, and, and to me, when I see that and I see what led to all that and how it kind of fleshed out, it just makes him so authentic like just the most authentic kind of joker i've ever seen yeah. and that resonate that resonates with me yeah. you know what i mean by that because obviously the other ones have that comic book and that um that you know that comic book vibe to it a little bit not the dark knight not so much but it still has that comic book vibe to it but this one was just so authentic to me it just resonated me with me the most out of all the jokers and that's why I, for me personally that would be my at the current moment the best Joker for me. Yeah, was Phoenix's Joker. Yeah, so that was yeah that exactly you hit it on the head there. My whole like experience from watching the movie was like I don't know if I can see this guy as the Joker. I just kind of sympathize with this character now mm-hmm. because of all the stuff that he experiences through the movie. That mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself like yeah, it totally makes sense why someone would try to just like break down and become you know a product of the environment that they're in but also like the mental state that he was in at the beginning of the movie kind of shows you that he could have he could have maybe not fallen into you know madness if you know the system the system kind of worked in his favor which they show you it doesn't Mm -hmm. as i'm watching the movie and i'm understanding okay like they're showing me all this stuff that happens to him i'm like who wouldn't who wouldn't like you know crack right yes who wouldn't yeah right 100 yeah. and so that kind of gives me a bit more of like a, that's what 
I was thinking like, are they kind of making me sympathize with with him? Because like now I feel sorry for him. Like if he does things, I get it. No, you do. And 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 I'm sure uh, everybody would say. I think the whole course of the movie, not one murder that he committed in my in my in my kind of my experience, not one murder he committed. I was like, fuck, yeah. that guy didn't deserve that, or wow that's really messed up because that's so random or that's so like you know that's so like crazy that's so out of this yeah. thing and and I, I think I'm pretty sure that's a part of the director's kind of uh, uh, you know uh, flow with that or the direction that the director wanted to take but every murder that happened every every death that happened by the hand of the Joker I was not like oh my god no yeah. I was I sympathized I, I was like oh shit yeah I could see that happening. I could see that happening. I could see that, right? It's, it was for yeah. sure. So yeah, like you're right. So the the people that he kills in the movie are like these are people that have either wronged him uh, in one way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. or they just pushed him to the they pushed him to the edge, and he kind of he mm-hmm. kind of retaliated. Um, and my so for me, Dan Didio, he's this. Um, you know, he's this executive at, uh, at DC um, Comics, and he he said this thing in an interview once, and I was like, oh, that makes total sense about the Joker. He says, you know, the Joker is a guy you can't really understand because he may kill you because he doesn't like the color of your shoes, but then he may not kill you also because he likes the color of your shoes. So, like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, his 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 methods have no real... Um, like, or sorry, his his actions have no real um, method to them. Like, there's no um, for sure formula. Like, you know, Two Face flips a coin, and that's how he decides whether you live or die. But with the Joker, it's sort of like you never know. Like, he may just kill you just because. And that's what I that's what I yeah. got from Heath Ledger's Joker. Like, I was never sure if he was going to kill someone or not. And then in this movie, yes, he, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. In this movie, um, Phoenix is just like pushed to a point. Like the, the guy he kills in the apartment. I remember, I remember <laughs> you know, I was like yeah. the whole audience went whoa when that happened. It was like yeah, that was, it was yeah. gory and it was like it was just justified. And I think, I think deep down we all kind of wanted that to happen, just to see it yes. coming. Yes. No, hundred percent. I, 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 I almost anticipated it because I felt like he deserved it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 I anticipated the the death because I was like, you know what, this guy deserves it. And I think, I think Arthur's gonna do it. I think Arthur's gonna kill this guy. And and and, and it was, you know, it's weird. It's some people might not even like me saying this, but it was in, in a way satisfactory. Yeah, and for him to do that. And that I think uh, that leads me into like the next uh, the next wave of question or uh, you know um, the just maybe I'll just say it so there's some some backlash um, from the public concerning the message of this movie and I'll, I'll read you a quote here so the quote is uh, that this movie is uh, a dangerous manifesto for radical and lonely white men who may look to Arthur Fleck's deranged descent into the Joker of comic book lore as heroic instead of villainous. Basically, the the, the backlash is that the Joker's actions in this movie are going to, you know, uh, justify or, you know, uh, give rise to, you know, people that have, uh, you know, dark thoughts or you know or struggling uh, with mental uh, illness or anything like that uh, to claim that you know this is this is they're they're vindicated they're they've got they've just they've justified their actions because of you know things that have happened to them or or what they see or or, or uh, experience um, mm-hmm. so like you saying you saying you know it was a little satisfactory I'm not going to disagree with you like in the, in the from the story perspective like that guy had it coming you know what I mean yeah. but like when you look at like realistic uh, or like real case events that happen in real world we always hear about you know the thing that happens never really what tipped it and that's I think I think that's where this is coming from I don't know what your thoughts are on that 
Well, I know, you know, how do I say this in in, in, a, in a term? This ain't PC, man. We can say it. <laughs> yeah, well, I, 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 I'm, yeah, I'm, <laughs> but I want to, I want to have some substance behind it. You know what I mean? I don't want to just say it to say it, right? Uh, obviously, uh, uh, you could say I'm, I'm part of the millennial group. I'm in that age category. I was born in 92, right? I feel obviously the, the last couple of years, uh, obviously for, for social, I think social media is a big player in this, but, uh, people have gotten sensitive, super sensitive. Mm. Every little thing now just tips one person off or another group, you know, and it just, and even this great movie that just come out, right. This, this joke. And now, you know, you get, you know, get quotes like this. I've heard of, uh, I've heard through the news as well that people are saying that this will incite some incel movements, mm-hmm. right? Like, and, and I, I, and for me personally, obviously, uh, I, I'm fortunate enough not to deal with him, not to deal with a mental illness, right? I'm fortunate enough at this point in my life, I haven't dealt with a mental mental illness, so I can't, I can't um, empathize and sympathize with the, with some of the with some of, with some of the groups that are kind of coming after and attacking this movie. However. I, I do feel that these type of things they, they blow it out of proportion, and I, and I understand some sometimes you to get attention to to get attention to a cause you need to blow it up, right? You need to blow yeah. it up, do and do as much as you can to kind of get that attention, no matter how, what way it yeah. is. Um, but uh, I don't know these these type of these type of quotes and these these type of uh, news things that I hear. It's it. It, it, it sucks to say it's gotten a little um, annoying in, in a way where, you know, you keep constantly getting bombarded with all this, you know, snowflake kind of, you know, news where people get so, so, so pent up and so, so worked up about it. And it just, you know, coming from a guy who, who, who's, let's say, not part of the both sides, not part of the people with the mental illness, not part of the people fighting for it, right? Getting bombarded like this doesn't help the cause for me. Because yeah. it, 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 all it did for me was annoy me. Right. Because it's like I'm trying to really enjoy the movie as for what it is. For what... The, I'm trying to enjoy the art for what the art is. Because movie making is an art form. But now... I'm looking. It's like I'm, I'm in an art gallery. I'm trying to enjoy myself. But I got three people yelling in my ear about what they think this art is. When in the end of the day, it doesn't matter what those three people say. It's what I feel about the right. art. Yeah. Right? So th- those those type of things, they, you know, especially with these type of, like, especially with any type of art, any any sort of art form, it's it's tough for me to hear all this, you know, you know, lashing out and, 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 and you know, ridiculing it for what it is and whatnot. Now, mind you, I understand there are some, you know, there, there are some extremely radical things sometimes, right? You know, I know there's some movies that have been made that are really extremely radical and whatnot, snuffing, stuff like that. I understand there's a place in time for, you know, criticism and, and you know, critique. But I mean, this has just been blown out of proportion for me personally. That's just my own personal opinion, right? I don't know how you feel about all this, you know backlash against this movie well i think well when i first heard about it i thought you know this this is some sort of like vendetta to make sure this movie doesn't do well <laughs> but, mm. <laughs> uh, when, I, when i saw the movie um it's not particularly violent and it's not in today's standard yeah, yeah it's not particularly that violent in this today's standard you're right uh-huh. and it doesn't nothing that he does is sort of um you know, unexpected where it's like, you know, you couldn't see why it happened. You couldn't see mm-hmm. that, um, that, you know, those guys he kills on the subway, like that was like a reactionary, almost accidental kill. But then when he committed to it at the end where he, he you know, he basically execution style killed that guy on the stairs. Um, it was sort of like, I I can see where they may say you know you know you know if if an act of violence happens you know all it takes is something to happen and someone to say yeah they were inspired by this movie that would throw a whole lot of like you know negative light on it and then just kind of reinforce this you know dangerous manifesto 
um, uh, term that they're throwing on the movie. But for me, like I've seen, I've seen way worse movies um, that mm-hmm. have like, you know, and it's almost like you know, think of like you know, 1990s action movies. You know, the the action hero plows through like a field of bad guys. And like we're supposed to, like the society says that's no. okay because these guys are bad guys, um, so yeah. like you can be okay with this uh, this you know this mass shooting that just happened yeah. that you just you know were yeah. on the edge of your seat for, but you wouldn't yeah. hear terms like dangerous manifesto thrown around for things like that. I think because the topic of this movie is that the character is mm. you know can be thrown into the into the lot of. Um, you know, having a mental illness or having a mental uh, instability or just a overall um, challenge um, with, you know, the way of the society of the world of the movie. I think that's when people want to voice their opinions and say what they have to say because they mm-hmm. think that this is one of those topics that we shouldn't really, we shouldn't really be joking about or we really shouldn't be um, trying to say anything about because it's not a laughing matter but i didn't take i didn't i didn't get that impression from from the movie i actually thought this kind of gave me some insight as to you know it's not it's never just a clear act of violence sometimes it could just be that this person is really struggling and you know something happens and then we always see the part of the news that says you know this this crime happened and we don't understand it. We don't. We don't know the the full story. So therefore, we just put our own, you know, our own spin on things. And I think this movie kind of gives you a little bit of of reason to to make you question yourself before you do that. So if if anything, it does the opposite. Right. No, and I agree with that. Like, you know, it, it for me, it didn't. You know, people are saying it's glorifying mental illness. It did not glorify it in any way. For me personally, the movie did not glorify it in any way. Right? The movie was authentic. It showed me, you know, the journey that Arthur Fleck took to become the Joker, and and how how they how people are saying that this is a manifesto and glorifying it. I don't understand. But because for me, it's really more enlightening. It's showing me. It's enlightening me. Kind of. You know, as as I said earlier, I haven't. I've been very lucky that I haven't had any mental, uh, haven't had any bouts of uh, mental illness issues, right? So this kind of kind of showed me and kind of get opened me up to kind of seeing that what could ha- what could potentially happen. And I and, and you know, me empathizing with the, with the character shows that you know this is. I I understand how this could be so so um you know so damaging to the character. Right. It wasn't like it wasn't like the movie made me feel like, yes, I want to be damaged. Yes. Damaging me will give me my give me my way out. Yeah. You know, it just it just did, it didn't it didn't do that for me. And I understand, you know, some people will, will see it differently. It is art. Everybody sees art differently. Yeah. That's and that's the thing with with movies. No matter what happens, no matter how the movie's made, no matter what is said. It's art, and you take it your own way. So that's why I think the the minority of the people who may have took it in a way where it's glorified have now kind of come back and kind of started to try to slander the film and trying to kind of just, you know, yeah. doing what they do, right, in 2019. Yeah, for sure. So I got to ask you this. So just to kind of maybe shift it to like maybe a bit more of a lighter topic, but uh, <laughs> the ending of the movie... Um, the part there where he's in the uh, what what looks like he might be in a psychiatric psychiatric ward or maybe even okay yeah, the last the the, yeah. the legit last fight like two three, yeah, yeah. Three, so okay, okay. there um, you know a lot of people have been talking on uh, different uh, platforms about what the ending means and I didn't really particularly think it meant anything more than what we saw but um, maybe you can so. The, the just to set it up so it was the scene there where he's chatting with the uh i guess the doctor um that's asking him some questions and he starts mm-hmm. singing he starts singing some lyrics from the song and then yep. she asks him why it looks so funny and then he's like oh he was just thinking of a joke 
and she asked him to share the punchline and he said you wouldn't get it right so the, yeah. the real the 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 ending that uh, some people are speculating um is is to do with that specific line where he says you wouldn't get it um and i'll tell you what i'll tell you what it is so what people are saying right now is that um you know it's not clearly defined whether this is the joker from the comics or if this is the joker the inspiration for who then becomes the joker so you know at the end of the movie when there's that riot and uh, mm-hmm. you know there uh he's standing there and he's kind of just just reveling in the the overall chaos that he's caused and every great scene yeah, by the way yeah mm-hmm. love that scene um that he kind of just sort of owns it and he kind of just like looks around and now, now he kind of feels like everyone's kind of experiencing the the angst that he's felt throughout the entire like his entire life um mm-hmm. so they're saying that the rumor is and Todd Phillips and Walking Phoenix were asked this question and you know they obviously they don't want to say you know, they want to, they want everyone to have their own impression but they're basically saying that they never tell you that this is the Joker who is the, the, the notorious villain for Batman they just said this is a Joker right like, this mm-hmm. is this is a guy who went through you know went through the woodworks in terms of going through the system of trying to you know bounce back from men- mental health issues um trying to you know just be as a, a a member of society with his, his you know routine life with the job and you know his um his program that he attends and looking after his mom and you know all the stuff that's there that mm-hmm. normal average joes do that then turned him into this person that may then inspire who could become the Joker. So they're saying like, you know, maybe the Joker is really the guy or one of the guys in the crowd at the end of the movie that's, you know, freaking out and going going all nuts because he's been inspired by Arthur Fleck's character. Mm. Uh, yeah, they asked Todd Phillips about this and he's like, you know, we, we won't tell you what, what we think or what we intended when we made the movie until much later. But um, what do you, like when you saw that movie that that part at the end of the movie? Did you think that? Did you think that this was this could be like this whole thing is a joke? This is not actually the Joker. This is just some guy who then you know gives us gives inspiration to the Joker. Like, did you think that? I didn't think that. No, I didn't think that at all. Um, I I I took it for face value. I I took it as. Um, that this is the Joker that you know that you, that becomes the arch nemesis of Batman, and, and, and the reason why I, I took it that way is because obviously uh, in the movie his actions lead to the death of his parents, and it's clearly shown. You know that scene is that the scene is clearly shown, and it's clearly it's clearly correlated to this Joker, um, Arthur Fleck, right? So I. I I took it as face value and I took it really like this is the, the, the person that would would um that would become the Joker. However, what I did not take well at, at, what I heard and spoke to about some other people later who watched the film is some people are now saying that at which part of the film is is it all fake? I mean, is this all in his in his is this all in his mind or 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 you know, especially right after um, he gets hit by the ambulance. Yeah, some people say from that point on, that was all in his head. He may have been already gone. Oh, he may be dead. Shit. Right? Yeah, so, because yeah, that could, yeah, that could, it just that's hey, that's crazy. So there's basically yeah, because like I mean that would fit into the rest of the movie where like he kind of hallucinated or kind of imagined that like things yeah. had happened. Shit. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, and like, and people were saying, especially that last scene too, where he's in the, where he's in the, um, speaking to the the the, the, the doctor of the prison or wherever he's at, Arkham Asylum, wherever he's at, right? Yeah. The 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 end part, the end end scene where they're playing some cheer music. He's walking away from that appointment he just had, and he's 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 and his blood his uh, footsteps are has blood, right? He's like tracing blood with his footsteps, which is alluding to the fact that he may have killed the doctor, yeah. right? That, that's what that's I'm pretty sure that's what the the, the, the director is. But that entire that entire scene, 
the 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 whole scene itself has a very um it's not a clear i don't even know how to describe it but it's look it looks like the scene is filmed through kind of a little bit of a fog yeah right yeah, yeah, yeah. not it's not a clear it's not a clear cut well, scene I, there was so, a window there so, so i think uh you know i think that may have been just maybe maybe artistic choice or you could be right it could be like you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. A dreamy dreamy sequence kind of thing yeah a dreamy there we go that's that's what that's good that's good. that's the word i was looking for it was a very dreamy sequence so uh, you know p- some people were saying that part didn't happen right this is all in his head the entire time right? yeah so there's many and and once again because it's art there's so many iterations of it but this is kind of like reminding me of like inception 2.0 you know <laughs> where where he, did, 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 he, did he go back it stopped spinning whatnot but and, and you know I, I think good kudos to Todd Phillips for doing that in my opinion because I feel like that kind of creates conversation yeah it makes it, it, makes it, it just, yeah. yeah when yeah. you think about it yeah now that you mentioned that when you think about it it's like maybe the whole movie could be just this whole like story that this guy just told this doctor you know I mean? uh, yeah and this is really just some random guy that thinks maybe he is the Joker I don't know maybe I don't know but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think we're, we're just about close to wrapping up here. I don't know if you have much more to say, but I, I did want to just ask you or talk a bit about, um, you know, some of the Oscar buzz um, that's, mm. that's surrounding this movie now. So he's already won uh, a, a few awards, um, you know, internationally. And I think it was it was screened at TIFF as well. And I think it was received well there. Um, yes, it was. Myself, I heard it was. Yeah, myself personally, I, I'm hoping, you know, uh, it, it definitely gets a nomination, and, and I'm kind of hoping he wins the, the uh, you know, best actor role um, if he's nominated. But uh, what do you think? What's your? Uh... Well, I, I, I personally think that he will get nominated. I think he will get nominated because the performance was was just incredible. Now, do I think he'll win? No, I don't think he'll win because. And I don't want to get, we, you know, we can get into the politics of this. And this will be an entire podcast itself. The politics of, of, of movie filmmaking yeah, and yeah, awards. 100%. You already know that. Yeah, look at Leo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's just one. That's just one example of many. But oh, yeah. I don't think he'll win it because of politics. I just don't think. And especially with how social media influences so many things now. Because social media is a powerful thing. Social yeah. media is very powerful. You know, like you, can't, you can't put that away. And and for example let's just say they did they did give it to him let's just say they gave it to him hypothetically speaking i think there will be backlash the same people who are who are, who are going on to the movie now will backlash oh, and go yeah, against the oscar sure. you know and and i think and you can kind of and these kind of corporations like the oscars and one i feel they try to stay away from all that kind of social media drama right so i i, I don't think he'll win it due to politics yeah um but do i do do i think he deserves it though i don't know yet i i, I haven't uh, i haven't fully digested that and and to be quite frank i haven't f- really uh taken a look at all the other movies that have gotten that oscar buzz this year yeah, same so i can't i can't i can't i can't give i can't give a, a fair evaluation you know what i mean like if if i saw all of them i might be able to be like okay you know what he should win it but i have it so i can't make that decision yet but i i think uh, he will get nominated. I don't think he'll win, though. That's yeah. my final kind of say for that. Yeah, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. It's in February, so yeah. uh, keeping fingers crossed. But if he does win, that'll be two uh, two of the you know <laughs> more recent actors to play the role of the Joker to win, uh, either be nominated or win because uh, he took a posthumous for uh, for mm-hmm. his performance as a supporting actor in that movie. So mm-hmm. it's kind of it would be kind of cool to see. Um, to see Joaquin and it's definitely deserved you're absolutely right I well I haven't seen I'm like you I haven't seen the other movies as well but I think he should at least be nominated just to recognize the performance mm-hmm. um, just because he's he's kind of a you know like a strange actor too he doesn't really do a whole lot of uh, you know big huge blockbuster type movies like he usually does uh, uh, you know movies that are kind of more to like a specific kind of audience that he's trying to like do something more a bit more artistic but him taking on this role yeah. i think is is just a bit um interesting i think he he knew coming in that he was going to do something different mm-hmm. yeah i think that's it that's it for me i mean and if you have anything else you wanted to uh, 
to spit out before no, we break I, for the I, night. I think we're good. I, I think, uh, you know, I appreciate whoever ever, you know, whoever has listened from <laughs> minute one to the end of this one hour. Yeah, I'll be quite whoever's listening to this, you know, thank you. But I, I yeah. And I didn't think this first podcast would take this long. I think we could just we've just been bouncing off each other. This is only two of us. Usually we were thinking to have three or four people here. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, um, obviously this is our first podcast. Whoever's fully listened to this, thank you. You've wasted one hour of your life. You'll never get back. And you know what? I don't have anything to give you for that. But other than my thank you, and and I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, that's all I can say for that. I don't know if you want to add anything else or more before we sign off. A definite thank you for anyone that uh, that tuned in, anyone that wants to follow us. It's Nerd Gab on uh hopefully yeah. spotify when it does get uploaded uh we will have a social yeah. media account called nerd gab as well and uh nerdgab.com yeah. website where we'll be posting some of our stuff thank you guys for uh for joining in and david thank you for taking the hour to <laughs> to uh take this journey with me on this first, uh, on this right. first podcast here so uh love to have you back and when we rally the rest of the crew uh we will definitely have a bit more yeah uh, for sure a bit more of a banter going when <laughs> when we got some other characters here yeah uh, for sure for sure, sure. sure. All, all right, right man. Man. Well, thank you thank you again all for right. joining no worries man take care take care bye-bye